Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Tuesday, we'll talk to the Dodgers manager, Dave Roberts, get his thoughts on the new rule changes. The Atlanta Falcons have released Marcus Mariota. You know, you start to look at Mariota's career in the NFL and Jameis Winston's career. They went 1-2, and they both had a couple of good years. So I don't know, do you get, we used to label these quarterbacks bust. I don't know if we do that as much anymore. You know, Mitchell Trubisky, was he a bust? He didn't re-sign with his team. He didn't get the second contract with the Bears. Jameis didn't get that. Marcus Mariota didn't get that. And if you're taken up that high, uh, you know, Zach Wilson right now looks like a bust. Trey Lance, not quite sure, but could be headed in that direction. But I just remember the NFL is loaded with bust when you look back. And, and sometimes you were a good quarterback, went to a bad team, and they threw you into the fire right away, and you never recovered. Because I always thought David Carr was more talented than Derek Carr. But David played for a bad team. He got sacked more times than any other quarterback in the history of the sport, I think, his first three years in the NFL. I think he got sacked at least 60 times all three years. And he never was able to emerge as you know a, a really good quarterback, which I thought he was. I thought he had tremendous potential there. But you have these quarterbacks. They're taken now. You know, Jared Goff... Was he going to be a bust? He went to the Super Bowl. Well, they traded up to get him, and now he he played great for the Lions. And now, I don't know if they take a quarterback, but, uh, you know, Geno Smith with these mock drafts, this is where a mock draft does a disservice to a player because Geno Smith was number one and that he didn't go in the first round. Therefore, he was already a bust because he didn't go in the first round. He wasn't the first quarterback taken. And then he eventually got his chance with Seattle. So can you label him a bust if he's had this kind of comeback there? It's tricky at that position. And it used to be, not too long ago, where a team would draft a quarterback and then have him watch. At least for a year. Carson Palmer did this. You know, Mahomes did this with Alex Smith. Phillip Rivers did this. That we're going to hold you back for a year. Well, Aaron Rodgers, it was three years, but he had Brett Favre in front of him. But these quarterbacks now, it's we, we put you in there. you got to play right away. And that's, you know, a lot of these quarterbacks aren't wired the way Mahomes is and some of these other ones that come in after one year where they're watching. Or they come in right away. But a lot of these quarterbacks are playing in pro-style offenses starting in high school and calling their plays at the line of scrimmage. 
they're they're getting indoctrinated earlier and earlier. Therefore, the transition and and a lot of quarterbacks will tell you when you get into the league, just processing. How quickly do I process all of this? Here's the play, line of scrimmage. I'm seeing coverage. Do I change the play? And then going through your progressions. That's really hard because Steve Young said this to me many, many times. When he first started with the Niners, because he played in, in Tampa Bay, played in the USFL, and he was able to rely on just his athleticism, his ability to run. He said, I get, you know, with the West Coast offense, and, you know, Bill Walsh would say, go through your progressions. Well, Steve would look one way, and if Jerry Rice wasn't open, he took off and ran. <laughs> and, and he said, that was my progression. But once he learned to go, that's not there, that's not there, that's not there, or that is there, and you have to do that in a span of about three seconds, that's where you go from, I got it. And, and you know, athletes always talk about the game slowing down. Well, they slow it, it slows down for them because they've seen everything. You know, all you do is take snapshots as an athlete. Like, I've been in this position before. I've guarded this player. I've taken this shot. They're just snapshots in your memory and that rolodex like okay game on the line I, i'm gonna i'm gonna take this shot from the wing or i'm gonna try to beat this guy whatever it might be and the same with quarterbacks uh it, they they famously talk about how it slows down it's still the same speed but in your mind you're able to slow it down and that's where you see these quarterbacks go from being good to really good to great and you know we have the combine I don't know if any of these quarterbacks are great quarterbacks. Will Levis, I know Mel Kuyper loves him, but he loves him because he plays the position how Mel wants his quarterback to play the position, drop back, passer. Whereas, you know, Bryce Young is not that. Anthony Richardson is not that. But, you know, C.J. Stroud, I, I would just, you know, cue up the tape. C.J. Stroud, Ohio State against Georgia. That's what I, I would just say, here you go. Tell me what you think about my abilities here. Because he could be the best quarterback in the draft. He's probably the best pure passer in the draft, according you know, to an NFL scout. But we don't talk about his athleticism. Look at what he did against Georgia. Best defense in America. He didn't seem intimidated. Yeah, Marv. I just wanted to see if we would play, we could play a game during Ooh. the uh, NFL draft. Okay. We drink every time we hear the word intriguing. Ooh. 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 Okay. It's a new term. All right. Like, he intrigues me? Anthony Richardson, I think we're going to hear the word intriguing or intrigued mm. at least seven times. It's seven. an intriguing prospect. Mm -hmm. Seven times. That's the over-under? Mm. Six and a half is the over-under. Oh. I'm going to say, okay. I'm going to go with the over. Before he gets drafted. No, even when he gets drafted, because they might say, you know what? Carolina finds him intriguing. Yeah. Okay. I don't even want to say potential. That's too easy. Intriguing. Okay. Throwing intangibles and upside, and we got something. Yeah. But do we hear player comp Anthony Richardson from Florida? Pat Mahomes. Dante Culpepper. Oh, that's old school. Dante Culpepper. Before he blew out his knee, Dante Culpepper. Because it would be really rude to do it after he blew out his That's knee. That's true. Like, he's kind of like a post-knee Dante Culpepper. Well, I, somebody gave this comparison. He's, uh, they were comparing a quarterback to, uh, who was it? The uh, Georgia quarterback? A couple years ago? No. Uh, this, uh, the guy was 25 years. What? Stetson Bennett? Stetson Bennett Jr., the third. Somebody compared a quarterback to a younger Stetson Bennett. <laughs> They're all younger. I know. It's like, it reminds me of a younger Stetson Bennett. Yeah, Paulie. So going back to Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston, we got to come up with a new term. If you don't get a second contract from your team, that means they didn't extend you, but it yeah. doesn't mean you're a bust. Like Marcus Mariota, he led the Titans to two playoff appearances. Right. He had two seasons above 500. He was a 500 quarterback there. He had a season where he had 29, 26 touchdowns and nine picks. His stats are nice with them, and then he kind of cooled off. Uh, Jameis Winston never took the Tampa to a playoff appearance, but he had a season with 33 touchdowns. Unfortunately, he also had 30 picks. Yeah. His stats are bigger and better. But I don't, neither of them are pure busts in that Ryan Leaf, Jamarcus Russell didn't make it to year three bust window. Yeah. 
How about not disappointments? You need a better word. Yeah, Todd. You're distended instead of extended because you were dissed by the team. You didn't get that second deal, so you're distended. Sounds like a stomach issue. Yeah. Don't you have that? I've got a lot of things. I can probably throw that on the list, yeah. Distended? That'll happen sometimes. That'll let you know you got some kind of... IndyCar is back. It all starts on the Thank streets goodness. of St. Petersburg. Catch all the action Sunday on NBC and Peacock, home of the Indy 500. Also Peacock, home of the Dan Patrick Show. Very proud to be part of the lineup on Peacock. Download the app and you can stream this program. We could never charge you for it. We say good morning to uh, those on chat row and uh, our radio affiliates around the country. LeBron out with a foot injury. Don't know the extent of the injury, but right now they're looking at maybe two weeks, which might might spell the end of the uh, Lakers postseason hopes. LaMelo Ball breaks his ankle. He's done. The Hawks have a new coach in Quinn Snyder. Only one N. And uh, one N in Quinn. They just go, you know what? Let's leave the second N off, Quinn. Just... Q-U-I-N. I Save believe. a lot of time. Yeah, I guess. You know, Like, there's certain people where they just have, like, you know, they stop with, like, Todd. I took away one D from Todd one you day. did do that. Just T-O-D. Yes, yes. The new point. owner of the Suns is Matt with one T. Yeah, which yeah. Is, what happened? It's disturbing. Like, I'd tee him up. Successful guy, yeah. Yeah, see what I did tea. with that? See what that Todd? I like that. Yeah, did with that. That was clever. The uh, NFL Combine is underway, and I mentioned this earlier, but get ready to... Uh, hear all about Bryce Young and that he is not even 5'11". I think, is he 5'10 and a half? Is that what... Uh, he was listed mothership? six foot during the regular season at Alabama. Todd McShay, with the height report, uh, put him at 5'10 and a half. How do you think he got that information? Do you think somebody snuck in and measured him when he was in his bed? <laughs> That's good reporting, though. Or, you know, when, when you're younger and your mom or dad puts the uh, little uh, pencil mark uh, yeah. at the door, you That's walk in. That's the most in. official measurement you're ever going to get. <laughs> I, know. I know. We never painted over those uh, little pencil marks at the door. We just left them up. Good stuff. Good times. All right, poll question, final hour there, Seton O'Connor. What are we going to go with? We have a kind of an odd one. Uh, well, not odd, but a funny one that Paul sent over a little bit before. Which scares me more? Quarterbacks under 5'11", NBA players with foot injuries, mm. or Sharks? Um, I guess you should answer it first. I, I go NBA players with foot injuries. That That is just, you never hear about that working out well. I'm sure LeBron's going to be okay, he usually is. Mm. But Sharks can be avoided. Well, you could put back injury for a golfer. Okay, good. And foot Injury for a basketball player—that's that's big. Short quarterback. I'm I'm not a, a you know a heightist when it comes to my quarterbacks. Like they, don't, they they don't have to be. It, it used to be. Oh man, he's six five. He looks like he's a quarterback. Nobody ever looks at a quarterback who's you know six foot and go, man, he looks like a quarterback. It's always, well, he's only six feet. Uh, and I wonder if what happened to Russell Wilson and maybe Kyler Murray this year. You know, do you cool off a little bit when it comes to these, you know, shorter quarterbacks here? Baker Mayfield. I just want to know, are you accurate, first of all? Can you can you throw these passes in tight windows? And uh, do you love playing the position? And we, we brought up Carson Wentz. I don't know if Carson Wentz loves playing football. I think he was really good at it, but you got to love it. You get to a certain age where now it's more of a grind. You made your money. Now you got to almost be reinvigorated and just say, I, "I, you know, this is what I always admired about LeBron. Like every year, you know, it was getting in shape, staying in great shape, and being there. And it wasn't about load management that he wanted to play. And I think that's you know probably because you know Michael Jordan wanted to play. And if LeBron's going to be compared to Mike, hey, he played all the time. Like Kobe, they didn't do load management." And the NBA has a real problem on their hands with load management. Because maybe, you know, we look at the regular season and it doesn't matter. Uh, and, and teams have had that approach. Go back to the Spurs. Greg Popovich never cared that they had the best record in the NBA, best record in the West. You can have home court advantage. He just wanted to make sure his players were ready for the most important games because of the priority we place on winning championships. It's about me winning a championship, not m having my guys 
in every arena in the NBA. And that was his approach. Now, the NBA fined him that time when he, he didn't bring anybody to Miami, I think, that one time. It's like, who did you bring? You know, did, did you let Ice Gervin play in the game? You know, Billy Polt? I think Gary Neal started that game. Gary Neal did? I think so. <laughs> That's where you put up a career high. Because somebody has to in a situation like that. Yeah, Paul. I wonder if anyone's ever looked at the NBA ratings overall in the load management era. Because in the past 10 years, if you go back 10 years ago, NBA Finals games were at like 20 million plus viewers. Last year, they were at about 12 million plus. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like, a, when I'm looking back at this you know, chart, it doesn't seem like a coincidence that I think it's had a cooling effect on the NBA, that you don't know who's going to be on night to night. When you turn on TNT, you're like, well, oh, hey, cool. That guy's playing. When I see, I know Kawhi Leonard's had injuries. I don't think it's load management with him. But when I see Kawhi play, it's like an eclipse. You know, I, I'm yes, shocked. Because there are times when you go, oh, that's right, he, he's really good. It, it appears he has injuries, so I want to be fair to him. But there's a lot of other guys that, it, it, there, someone said it, you can't be more injured now than in the 80s and 90s. We have m- much better medicine, rest, health, and everything. Yeah. So it seems like there's a lot of created it. Yes, Eden. I think it's safe to say, though, that no one's load managing during the finals. No. So, I mean, like you're going to tune into the finals. It's pretty much a sure thing that the Stars are playing. Yeah, but, okay, what sport has had the biggest drop-off in viewership when it comes to playing for your championship, your your title? I mean, the NFL, every year, it's 100-plus million people watching. Uh, college basketball, what March Madness used to be. Even though it's popular, how about the title game as opposed to, you know, 20 years ago? I'll give you one. Uh, the World oh. Series, look at what those numbers are. 11 years ago, ABC had the Dallas Mavericks, Miami Heat. Now, that's with LeBron. I know the factor's in. 24 million people watched Game 6, the final game. Yeah, but that's LeBron and Dirk Nowitzki. Right. Uh, yes, I mean, take LeBron out of it, which is hard to do. <laughs> Very hard to do. I know. I go back to the 90s. Yeah, but, you know, baseball had that drop-off. It, I think college basketball with national title games has had a drop-off. Uh, NBA Finals. Had a drop off. It's just football is so big. It's omnipresent there. All right, let me take a break. And we'll talk to uh, Dave Roberts, Dodger manager. And uh, we'll be back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Noticed uh, in the mailroom yesterday, package came in. Seton O'Connor, Panini America. Yep. Uh, didn't get to see what was in the box that she got from Panini. You didn't get to see what was in the box from Panini yet. Okay. When... Am I going to see what's in the Panini box? This week. This week. Yes. I need a little bit more window, tighter window. You do? Yeah. Why is that? Tomorrow? Well, Well, it's going to be sometime sometime between now and Friday. Okay. It'll happen before Saturday for sure. Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. You you can check out their NFT marketplace at PaniniAmerica.net. Could happen as early as today. (laughs) Slash blockchain. One-of-a-kind digital cards there. Uh, Panini NFT platform. Unique one-of-a-kind VIP experiences. Panini NFT trading cards. Giving you the opportunity to pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, even one-of-one NFTs from every pack. PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you it's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, 
fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Who's this, Marv? We're going wall to wall P Funk. Oh, okay. Wall to wall. Yeah. George Clinton should be a billionaire. Just the stuff that's been taken from him or sampled. Yeah. He should have like a billion dollars. Career salary, George Clinton. Working on it. P Funk. Parliament. I'm looking at uh, NBA MVP odds, and it's the Joker by a long shot. Followed by Joel Embiid, Giannis, Jason Tatum, and uh, Luka Doncic. It's uh, the Joker going back to back to back. How many players in the history of the sport have gone back to back to back MVP? Larry Legend do uh, do that? Correct. And let's see. Would Michael Jordan did not? Because I that's that's a classic example of. Uh, we can't vote for Jordan again. Let's give it to Carl Malone. And Carl Malone, they had a great year. They, I think, won like 61 games or something. But then when Barkley got it, it, it I, we, we had Jordan fatigue. And now, I voted for him every year. Uh, those six years, seven years, uh, seven years, I think, I voted for Jordan for MVP. Yeah, Paul. Uh, Will Chamberlain had three in a row. Okay. Bill Russell had three in a row. It's all NBA. I got Kareem, Abdul- Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yeah. having five in nine years. Okay, but not three in a row. <laughs> no, he, he had – you mix in some Dave Cowens, Bob McAdoo, Bill Walton, Mo Malone, but otherwise Kareem owned – oh, check that, and throw in a Lou Alcindor that I missed. <laughs> so Kareem had six in ten years? Dang. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. By the way <laughs> – Just before the TV era, by the way. Bill Russell documentary – it's really well done. It's two parts. It's on Netflix, and you get a real good sense of what Bill Russell, the player and the person, went through when he was in Boston. And it is, it's a shame. It's amazing what he was able to do. Imagine being in a town that didn't really want you there. And they would, uh, his, his daughter, they, they would talk about that there were raccoons in the neighborhood. Because the garbage can always got knocked over. 
And Bill Russell went out and got a gun. And he said, we didn't have any more raccoons because people were knocking over garbage cans, uh, didn't want him in the house. I think he got the key to a city, a town, but then people didn't want him to live there. But he got the key to this area that he lived in, in the Boston area. But what he stood for and, I mean... That's why when you look at the NBA with stats and, you know, Keem Olajuwon is as good as anybody at blocking shots. You know, Mark Eaton was great. And there's quite a few, Dikembe Mutombo down through the years. Nobody blocked more shots than Bill Russell did. Because they, they weren't even keeping those stats. Bill would say, you know, I'd have 15 blocks in a game. And if you watch the highlights, guys would be putting up shots. He'd block it. God <laughs> put it up again. He'd block it. He could have three blocks on one possession sometimes. But what he endured, his family endured, and what he stood for, and you know, they have a lot of archival footage of him at home as a dad and just assembling that team. Do you realize that the Celtics got Bill Russell because uh, the owner of the Celtics said – uh, I think he all, he owned the Ice Capades, and he said to the owner, hopefully I'm getting this right, the Rochester Royals, do not take Bill Russell with your draft pick, and uh, I will send the Ice Capades up to your, your city, Rochester, like once a year or something. And the Rochester Royals didn't draft Bill Russell. Red Arbach, you know, manipulated that. So Red, if you look at what Red did... He drafted Larry Bird a year early. Nobody knew you could do that. He made the trade, Joe Barry Carroll, to Golden State and got Robert Parrish and then drafted Kevin McHale. And then the trade that got them Bill Russell got that draft pick. I mean, amazing. Three, three moves that are legendary. Well, you get, you get Hall of Famer. So you get, uh, you know, Russell... The win greatest winner of all time. Bird, one of the top 10 players. McHale and Parrish are Hall of Famers. And he got all of those by, you know, making moves, outsmarting everybody. Yeah, Paul. They almost had Len Bias yeah. with that trade. Yeah. They traded in uh, 84, the Celtics traded Gerald Henderson, a nice shooting guard, to Seattle. And that pick turned out to be Len Bias. Yeah. And the Celtics were coming off a season where they won the title. And they would have added Len Bias to be off the bench. And that would have allowed Bird, McHale, and Parrish to do a little less and extend their careers. You also had Reggie Lewis. They were ready for the next wave, and then they lost both Reggie and uh, Len Bias. Yeah, Paul. NBA Films, a couple of researchers went to work a few years ago. This is just a year ago. And tried to look at blocks from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Now, this is inexact science. But they took games of Bill Russell from the Celtics where they had the entire game on film. Yeah. And during the 100 games that they looked at, he averaged 8.1 blocks per game. And they said that is a very fair sample size, 100 games. They also did the same thing with Wilt Chamberlain, and Wilt averaged 8.8 uh, blocks per yeah. game in the over 100 games that they looked at for Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's sort of like sacks with the NFL that they didn't start keeping until, what, 1982. But with blocks, I can't imagine that anybody had more blocks than Russell or Wilt. Certainly Russell, because Wilt wasn't as much a defensive-minded center until later in his career when he played with uh, Jerry West and Gail Goodrich. He, you know, he focused on rebounding and block shots. But you know, as far as Bill Russell, that's what Bill did. And, and when you watch Russell, he wasn't a good scorer, didn't have a good shot, but he just had this innate ability to be able to block your shot, intimidate you. And just the quickness, the timing of it. And even going to San Francisco, he went to San Francisco. I think that was the only school that offered him a scholarship. And he became one of the greatest college basketball players of all time. And, and that's a player where he, he kept getting better and better as he got older. And then he became a player coach. I think he won two titles as a player coach. <laughs> How does that work? How much time do you put yourself in the game if you're a player coach? Like, I, I don't know. Because if you put yourself in, like, man, we're losing by 12. You're the reason you're losing by 12 because you're the coach. But then I want to put me in to fix it. Yeah. Well, that team was veteran laden. You know, that, that it, everybody. Sam Jones, one of the more underrated players in the history of the sport. Sat Sanders. 
Casey Jones, you had Havlicek, Heinsohn. You know, they, they had Hall of Famers on that roster. And, and they were Hall of Famers because they won titles. And then you had Red, who was, you know, a mastermind. Yeah, Paul. We should bring back the player coach in the NBA. This should, you should hire a guy who's Well, like, LeBron's done it a couple yeah, places. basically. <laughs> but imagine, like, going in the locker room and tearing apart the locker room. You're, you're also wearing a jersey and shorts. <laughs> you guys are terrible. They know I, don't, I don't know how much coaching Bill Russell did. But he was officially the head coach. Yes. His last two years. Yeah, player coach. He averaged 12 points and 18 rebounds as player coach. Yeah. But he wasn't a scorer. You know, anything he got, he, you know, he didn't have a good shot at all. It was really bad when he got to the NBA. But he had this ability, you know, wonderful team player. And didn't care because Kuzi was the star. Kuzi was the best player in the world. You know, back then it was Kuzi. And then they got Bill Russell. So it was always, you know, Kuzi's team even when Bill Russell was there. It took a while before it became Bill Russell's team. But the documentary is wonderful. Uh, and and I, I've talked about this. Bill is the only great player of all time I, that I didn't see. Now, I didn't see Bob Pettit uh, or George Mikan and Bill Russell, but everybody else of all those great players back in the early 70s, those were the guys I got to see them in person at least one time to see them play in a game. Uh, but I didn't get to see Bill Russell. Yeah, Seaton. Sorry, this is completely changing topics. Oh. Um, but I was just watching this video uh, on Twitter that somebody put together, a dude named Rob Friedman. And they have Landon Knack, uh, you know, pitcher for the Dodgers. Yeah. He throws an entire half inning this year. In the same time that last year, Pedro Baez threw one pitch. <laughs> I'll look at it during the break. That, it's an extreme example. Okay. But that is crazy. He threw an entire half inning in the time it took another pitcher last year, I think last year, to, the time to take one pitch. Is, uh, is Dave Roberts with us? He is. Okay. Dave, can you hear me? I can. How you doing, Dan? I'm good. Good. Uh, it's uh, l- let me give the full intro here. The uh, LA Dodgers manager, Dave Roberts. Oh, he took off the hat, looking good there. Yeah, you know what? The hair's trying to come through a little bit. Yeah. Have you had it long before? Uh, I, I have. Um, back in uh, high school, I was all I was known uh, by many as. Sort of El DeBarge. Uh, so the long okay. hair, the fuzzy mustache, and then the hair coming out of the back of the helmet. Uh, Joe Montana was my favorite player. So as a former quarterback, I wanted the hair. So it was just a bad, bad look. I always wanted Fred Bolitnikoff hair, the uh, the Raiders wide receiver, because he, he I don't think he had much on top, but it came out of the back of his helmet. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's. That's right. That's why I sort of went Joe Montana. You know, it just kind of it looked cool. The curls coming out of the back of the helmet. <laughs> have you met Montana? I have not. Um, I had a chance to meet Jerry Rice uh, and Steve Young last. I think it was last year up uh, in San Francisco. But I'd never, I'd never had a chance to meet uh, the great Joe Montana. Uh, help me understand how you get your team together to get them acclimated with the new rules. And you know, pitching, hitting, shifts, all of the size of the bases. Uh, do you, do you have a seminar, a, a, a you know, a PowerPoint with your team? I think what we've done is uh, we have a morning meeting uh, every day in spring training, and uh, pretty much every day, every other day, we have uh, you know Bob Guerin uh, kind of talks about the rules, and we get feedback, we get dialogue with our players, and I really like that. You know, as football players, they get in like that classroom setting. And so um, I, I think that so we have video, some PowerPoint and just kind of really trying to belabor the rules, the points and how we can adjust because it is an adjustment. You know, the pitch clock for hitters, uh, they seem a little sped up, understanding how pitchers can use it to their advantage, the bases, the non-shifting and all that stuff the little intricacies of the rules that I think the more we talk about it and players talk about it, it only kind of cements more and lands better. Well, it feels like the pitchers might have a little bit more of an advantage because they can control the at-bat far more than the hitter can. It used to be the hitter could step out, adjust, all of that, pitchers waiting. Now it feels like the pitcher has a little bit more control. Do you agree? The pitcher does, and uh, – the pitcher does have more control. It's going to be a tougher adjustment for the hitter. 
And uh, I think Max Scherzer, a couple days ago, guys were talking about how he had the baseball ready to go. And then once you get ready to go, and then whether out of the full wind up the stretch, uh, you can hold the ball. And so as a pitcher, that's an advantage. Uh, hitters hate pitchers holding the baseball, messing up their timing. And pitchers like hitters like rhythm. And so most guys don't practice the holding of the baseball to then deliver a pitch. So those are things that if you can kind of tighten stuff like that up and get familiar with it, um, it could really be an adva- advantageous to the pitcher. What what can you take advantage of as a manager this year with these new rules? I, I think, honestly, I can take advantage of more time with my family, more time to uh, drink <laughs> wine because shorter games. Uh, but with respect to the game of baseball, I think it's just more of the low-hanging fruit is just educating our players because I think that um, the more you get familiar and talk about it, it becomes commonplace. So I don't think there's one thing that we can sort of game. Um, you just got to be really, uh, you know, you got to just prepare your players. Much. So I don't, I don't think there's anything, you know, that we can sort of game. It was a little over a year ago when we had you on. It was March 24th, and you, uh, you made your prediction. Here is how it sounded with the uh, Dodger manager, Dave Roberts. The Dodgers will win the World Series if... We play a full season and there is a, a postseason. Wait. We are winning the World Series in 2022. So but I know where you're going with that. No, what We're are you... winning the World Series this year. Put it on. Okay. Put it on record. Uh, and you know what? But and that's fair. But what you did do is you did cut up my caveat of having a, if our starting pitching stays healthy. So I, I understand what you just did there. So I can play. I, I, I'm I'm on the uh, the pitch clock right now. I I wanted to. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, hey, it's, it's it's media. I get it, Dan. Um, I'm not going to say we're going to win the World Series in 2023. I still believe that. I really do. And um, I don't think there's a manager that has a really competitive team that doesn't feel that way our guys feel that way yeah but i didn't have a problem i would hope that i didn't either everybody else did oh yeah you you guaranteed a world series and i mean like if i'm managing the dodgers yeah we're gonna win the world series and we should have that mindset starting now and i don't have a problem if you said i don't think we're gonna win the world series you know that that's news saying that you you that we're going to win. Yes, I want that from my manager. Yeah, exactly. And that's the the people that know and that have uh, you know understand the sentiment behind that. So uh, <laughs> we had a heck of a year, uh, but we didn't finish. Did you get in trouble? Did you get yelled at for uh, that guarantee by anybody? No, I did not. Okay. Um, I'd like to think my days of getting getting yelled at uh, <laughs> are over. So no, I did not. Uh, the you'll win the World Series this year if we uh, play good baseball throughout October. How about that? That's not as scalding of a hot take as as I would like, but you know, okay. To, <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint. Why don't you think about me, Dave? Why don't you think about me on this show that we could get some publicity? Yeah, you know, you've done you've done very well for yourself, yeah, my friend. Uh, and so I did my part last spring. <laughs> I'm going I'm to leave it up to another major league manager. How about that? Do you yell at players? No, no, I don't. Um, I, I think I've just learned, I, I guess, as a former player, that you know, a lot of times when. Uh, a manager, a head coach is yelling at a player. I think a little bit, they get more satisfaction and um, then trying to get the message to land with the player. And so I think for me, I've always tried to make it about the player. So we have some tough conversations, um, but I do it kind of behind the scenes. Um, I just never want to, I never wanted to be embarrassed. and, And I don't think that anyone ever wants to be embarrassed. I'm always amazed when I watch a basketball coach who is, preaching discipline, but then gets mad and gets animated and starts yelling. I'm thinking, I know with my kids, if I would yell at them or if I would talk to them in a certain voice, the certain voice got through to them. When you start to yell, it's like they tune you out. 
uh, or the you know, or you'd give them a look and just like, no, that's that's not that's not good. Let's talk about this. They're like, oh boy, I'm in trouble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think you know, with with uh, obviously with basketball and and football and baseball, the the culture is different. And we, we're playing 162 games, and it's a different pace. Granted, this year the pace of play is going to be a lot quicker, but. I still, I'm with you, Dan. It's like the the yelling, you start to become uh, on, it starts to land on deaf ears. And and so I think for me, a look and how we go about things, that's something I'm more critical of. And, um, you know, you got to find a way to make players want to play the right way and and, uh, put forth the right amount of effort. It's great to talk to you. And, uh, you know, we were at Giants Stadium in Scottsdale for the Super Bowl. And just letting you know, it, it was the convenience of it. We had a nice setup there, and they gave us the entire stadium. So I did feel like I was cheating on you a little bit. Uh, but I will say that, you know, they had T-shirts already made up that had to do with hating the Dodgers. In well, training. I appreciate the honesty. Um, I'm still trying to get past that SC banner behind you. That So I'm just trying to, like, mm. I'm still trying to. Uh, come to grips with that. So I, I appreciate it. Wait, um, I, I, I put I, I put two kids through school. I deserve something from USC, <laughs> and I didn't get any discount. You know, I it was like full boat. I had to pay for these two. Uh, that's fair. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna brag about my daughter who's at Stanford, and I got a son at Loyola Marymount. So uh, I'm almost out of the woods with one, <laughs> and so. Uh, uh, I'm going to be uh, enjoying life once my daughter gets out of school. Yeah. What's Stanford set you back? Uh, I, I'm going to say it's, I think my wife does all the billing. I think it's 70K. I, I think that's, that's. Uh, I think that's the, the low number probably, right? You better win the World Series, Dave. <laughs> Don't try to circle back on that. <laughs> Guaranteed, sort of, they're going to win the World Series. Uh, great to talk to you. Thanks for uh, joining All right, Dan. Take care, man. That's Dave Roberts, Dodgers manager. Take a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right, Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rocking dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying flag on the play you've already talked about that but there's just so much more good stuff in this game in monopoly go you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards the more you win together the more awesome prizes you unlock and there's so much more to get you can get unique stickers you could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes there's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with i was always a uh, battleship guy you know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I, I didn't mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Is this your uh, last day with the music? Man, it's been a, it's been one hell of a ride, everybody. It was. It was a good run this month. It was. You know, but we're coming up on Marv Madness, and if you want to, you want to take a couple of days, you can. I mean, look, I hope you guys are in the Wu Tang. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> uh, how many songs by Wu Tang can we play on the show? Huh? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes, yeah, I think that maybe we. I think that we should do since. Like we have meat Fridays. I'd still. I think we go back to every Friday. Marvin does the cookout playlist. It's we good. Could, it's a good time. We could do that. That's a good time. And we could do uh, Marv Mondays if you wanted to. Mm, Paul's Paul gonna reject loves that. alliteration. He's, Paulie's yeah. picnic playlist. <laughs> come on. I hate alliteration. I can come up with it. Yeah. Uh, Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind today? Hey, what up, though? One time for Chad Rowland. Standing in at five foot five inches since I was 13 years old, Dan. All <laughs> height matters, my brother. All height matters. I swear. Hey, listen. Um, <laughs> you guys were talking about George Clinton. He made my five. He made me realize that you could cry and be happy at the same time when he described the mothership landing. Now, this was a, a, a whole production, dude. It was like the spaceship would come, land in the middle of the stage, and they actually had an onstage villain named Sir Nose Devoid of Funk that could not dance until the end of the concert where he was breaking it down. It was the most amazing thing my father said he had ever seen before. And me seeing them a little bit later, you know, they had lost it a little bit, but you could still see the magic there, man. It was something else to see. All right. Well, thank you, Jeff. Hey, you, you unearthed something there, Jeff, in Detroit by playing George Clinton. Atomic Dog, Chase the Cat. <laughs> Uh, this day in sports history, Paulie. Sure thing, Dan. Uh, 1940, the first televised college basketball game was shown. Anybody want to take a guess? Who were the two teams that played at Madison Square Gardens? Gardens back then. Bard Gardens. Uh, Fordham. Correct. Bloop. And a non-New York team, but in the... Oh. Um, Not too wait, close. Wait, wait, wait. Um, NYU. No. Outside of New York City. Quite outside. I thought they had a doubleheader. Ooh, I got to check that. I think it was a doubleheader. I got Fordham versus University of Pittsburgh, Ooh. 1940 on TV. I think I think uh, NYU and Georgetown played. Was, was it Big Tuesday on ESPN? No. No, that was Big Monday. Big Monday. Big Monday. Big Monday. <laughs> the Violets must have crushed the Hoyas. Yeah. 1987, Chick Hearn, 2000 career games for the L.A. Lakers as a broadcaster, very mm. popular broadcaster. Mm -hmm. 1999, Venus and Serena Williams became the first sisters to win WTA tour events on the same day. And John Madden replaced blank on Monday Night Football, 2002. John Madden replaced blank. Dennis Miller on Monday Night Football. Oh. I actually really like Miller on the show. Tootin' common. <laughs> this <laughs> offense is like the Tennessee Valley Authority. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Love the reference. 
it's just they kept overthinking Monday Night Football. They kept trying to make it what it once was, and you could never. It, it just it was magic that you put that group together and you had Cosell in there, uh, Dandy Don, Frank Gifford, and they kept you know for years trying to bring in Tony Kornheiser and then uh, bring in Jaws and then bring in Dennis Miller and then I could just just get a good get good games. And get somebody who can call the action. This offense reminds me of Vasco da Gama. <laughs> what? And then line in the DMV. Yeah. Amerigo Vespucci. Yeah. <laughs> Todd, what did you learn today? LeBron James is feared to be out several weeks with a foot injury. Yeah. Uh, feared by ESPN to be out for a couple of weeks. Seaton O'Connor. Jalen Rose held Kobe under 100. Yeah. We've been looking at that all wrong. Yeah. Uh, Marv. Jalen said the power forward used to be powerful. Yeah. Paulie. Jalen Rose says, I'm famous. Todd, what did I learn today? Jalen Rose grew up in Detroit, played in Indiana, so of course he hated Michael Jordan. Would you do everything it could to protect your family? Of course you would. That's why I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. Where's the music? Where is it? Is it there? So claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with simplysafedan.com. There's so, no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks for joining us. Our pleasure to serve you. Let's do it again tomorrow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The superbly versatile all-electric EQB from Mercedes-Benz. It's impressively techy and surprisingly roomy with available seating for up to seven. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQB. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.